This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Manya here for another episode of Friendshipable. And as always, my co-host Terry is with me. Hello, Terry. As always. Hello, Manya. How are you today? I am doing very well. I'm excited oh, to be good. here. What yeah. are we talking about today? Well, today is, um, we're, we're now in the month of June. So, um, and what arrives during the month of June is, at least in our hemisphere. <laughs> yes, I, I think it must be summertime. It must be summertime. Um, and even though that doesn't officially arrive for a couple of weeks, it's the 21st, right? Mm -hmm. um, it just already, just the, the calendar change in the June just starts prompting a whole lot of different things about planning for the summer, vacation for the summer, and who, what friends am I going to get to see and hang out with this summer? Oh, yeah. Summer friendships. I love summer this Summer friendships. Yep. I, well, okay. I just called it summer friendships. Yes. Is that different, than, right? is that different than regular friendships? Well, it could be that the regular friendships, there's certain, you, they could be, they'll probably some of your regular friends, but that's the other um, thing that summer usually does. Once people, it's always concentrated vacation time. So the friends that you usually would just text or call and say, hey, let's do this, let's do that might not be available because it's big travel season or big vacation season. Kids mm -hmm. are out of school, um, people are away. And so there, there could be some challenges to the, to the regular groups of friends, um, okay. but there's a lot of opportunities to make new friends and come up with different ideas for the current ones. There are some opportunities to make new friends. You mentioned travel and yes. um, something I know that both of us do, which I know mm -hmm. a lot of our listeners do too, is travel just on our own. And um, that is one way a lot of times people make new friends in the summertime by yeah. just, actually you can make those friends anytime, depending on when you're traveling, but um, making friends when you're traveling, because if you're traveling alone, you often um, want to be chatting with other people. And let's be clear, you can be traveling with friends and still meet new friends while you you're- can you're traveling um and but those are different kinds of friends usually the friends you make while you're traveling they're not the same typically as your I'm gonna say regular friends uh, or as um maybe it's more that, that would be regular friends long-lasting friends friends that year-round yeah. friends yeah yes and you know we've yeah. we've said this before sometimes you make uh, friends for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes those travel friends that we make are either a reason or a season kind of friends. Right. Um, 
I think, you know, certainly the opportunity to turn into lifetime friends, but I think we are, we are travel friends with somebody because you're put in a situation and you are, we are human and we want to connect with the people Mm -hmm. that we're with and you're, you know, you're on a group tour or you're staying Mm -hmm. in the same hotel as somebody, you kind of become friends with them, um, which often happens in the summertime. Well, and what my thought has always been with that, because I know you and I have traveled with friends, but we're also, like you started saying, we're also not, you know, adverse to, I think I'd like to do that. And because I decided this morning, I'm going to do that. You're not going to get a group of friends or, or even take some other kind of, of trip. And my premise has always been even though I don't know anybody at the place I'm where I'll be arriving and maybe spending a few days or a week. But the one thing I do know is that we all were interested in this one thing. So we immediately have that in common. That's what we have the interest in that. So that's, and you're right. That might not be somebody who's a ride or die friend in the end, but it's somebody who is open enough to share the experience. So that's that's a different kind of friend. Well, there's a lot of different kinds of friends. Right, I mean, there are all sorts of different kinds of relationships. You know, I, um, just thinking back to some travel that I did was definitely not summertime. It was um, actually Christmas day. Uh-huh. I did a group tour, a bus tour in Austria. I did the Sound of Music tour <laughs> in Salzburg. Uh, nice. And now, these people were um, like, I guess, like, travel acquaintances, we could call mm-hmm. them, right? We kind of hung out for two days that day and the next day. But we all shared the, uh, we got on the giant bus and they started playing the music from The Sound of Music. And then we drove around Salzburg and into other parts of um, nearby Austria to see scenes where they filmed the movie. And uh-huh. I-, I felt so close to those people on the bus. <laughs> Because you know, only because everybody had the shit experience of I recognize that because I've watched that movie a dozen times. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And now, while while our particular group of people on the bus, my my um, Sound of Music friends, uh-huh. we did not actually sing along with the songs. But the tour guide oh. told us that many times people do sing along. So I feel like that kind of shared experience. Those are unique kinds of friends. Yep. <laughs> yep. They are very unique kinds of friends. And then you realize that that's you're one of, yeah, you're one of those people. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know what? We've been talking about people that you meet while you're traveling. Uh huh. But is there, um, you know, do we, I guess I'm thinking, do we relate to our, our, the friends we already have? differently during the summer? I think I've, I have two answers to that. I think in terms of um, finding things, maybe in your area or something like that, that are true outdoor kind of things. And the weather is gonna be lending itself to it for several months. And so there could be the type of friend that with a little, you know, maybe I'm not an hour's notice, but with a little planning saying, Hey, I just found this. In fact, the reason I'm thinking of it is I saw something. I don't know. Most people know what this is, but it's a newspaper and I still get one. And I pulled it out of the weekend section of the paper going, that's a great idea. And it's not too far away. And it's a, a half a day trip, a day trip or something like that. Um, so 
it lends itself to that, but it's finding, you know, who's the one person I haven't done anything with a while. Let me call them, see if they're available to do it. It might actually open the range a little bit of people you were thinking of um, spending some time with, but you know, they'd enjoy the same thing. Right. And especially here in the Northeast where winter weather really does get cold yeah. and, and other kind other locations where your um, winters do get cold and the seasons are different. It summer does feel different. And as as for me, as we go through spring and we start to get, you know, in the second half of spring towards summer, I start to think, oh, my gosh. I want to go to the beach with this person. I want to go on a whale watch with right. this person. Right. I want to do this. And I think about the activities differently than I might think about winter activities. I happen to be someone who, you know, I don't ski, so I don't do winter mm -hmm. sports. So that's mm -hmm. not the kind of thing I think about mm -hmm. in the winter, but I do think about it in the summertime. That's, uh, you, that's a very interesting thing because you're right. Ge geography has a lot to do with it. And, um, you know, for example, if anybody's in South America right now, they're going into the opposite thing. They're losing their summer and going into winter, right? So, but it's true. We all, if you live in a, a region where, you know, April, May, June through September brings outdoor weather, then it's a matter of using that opportunity and just getting out there and doing it um, yeah. for the most part. But um but yeah, so, but you're not going to get it. There's not going to be the opportunity to probably meet up with a lot of the friends you might usually do um, because people do, a lot of our friends are going to be having family, they might be going camping. They have mm -hmm. their traditional family trips they do every year, or they're going on their vacation of a lifetime finally came along and, right, you know, right. they can get on a plane and go. So there just aren't going to be that many people to, um, to reach out to. So, you know, but we, we might think from time to time that we do have a wider circle than we think. Some of the reading that I've done about just how many people we have or we feel we have to reach out to to do things during the summer. Mm -hmm. um, I found an article from um, Marie, the UK Marie Claire from June of 2016. It all still applies now. Mm -hmm. And um, she talks about something she calls the summer friendship syndrome. And it has to do with Facebook and Twitter and all of the other social media platforms you're on that you you're connected to people that way, but it doesn't really matter how many friends in your social network mm -hmm. um, and what the sites say you have it and it really has more to do with the actual people you're connected with and you have a, a history with and you have a, a relationship with. Mm -hmm. So one of the themes I found in it, which fascinates me, we keep coming back to this, and some of we've mentioned it in a couple of our podcasts, is the um, anthropologist Robin Dunbar has some stats on all of this. And he, he's quoted as saying, while most of us claim an average of 150 acquaintances, that means you have 150 and I have 150, mm -hmm. there's a poll by the Social Issues Research Center revealed that um, only 15 or so of those 150 comprise our inner cores. 
And yeah. that makes perfect sense because um, you know you look at your your number of followers or the people you're connected to on any platform. Mm -hmm. So it's really those 15 people that we're looking at to connect with, do something now that the weather is great. Um, so yeah. am I understanding right? So summer friendship syndrome is actually realizing that our networks are maybe a little smaller yes. number of people to choose from. Um, oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. And yeah, Dr. Dunbar, uh, the Dunbar number is fascinating. We've talked about that on some previous episodes yeah. and we will talk about it again um, because I find it so fascinating to think of sort of the actual maybe biological limits to how much we can socialize. Yeah. And I also, in, in context of talking about this, I think it's fascinating that um, we might be a little bit duped into thinking um, we have more people to do things with than maybe realistically we do right. and with the caveat that everybody's relationships are different yeah but there is that limit to the number of people we can well yeah with. because if you're trying to well there's 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 a certain point in our lives where we know the people that we really resonate with and we have those friendships with and they become the go-to people. It's always fantastic to find more of those individuals and grow that friendship over time. But, um, but yeah, I think in general, um, we've got that core group. So that's why I know just again going back to the fact that it's summertime i'm already thinking about well what are some of the things that i either haven't done in a while or i know i could either do it on a whim wake up in the morning and mm. who are those people i could call right. <laughs> who could do it on a whim right um and yeah are more than happy to well and you know the other thing i mean we're recording this in June of 2022, mm -hmm. which is also a unique time. So this wasn't something they could write about in 2016 in the no. summer friendship syndrome, but we're also whether whatever you believe is happening with the pandemic and we've um, depending on, I think, what news you read, mm -hmm. um, but people are getting out more and feeling like we need to get out from under the restrictions that many of us have lived under for the past couple of years. Right. So I think this summer also feels different in terms of getting out there with our friends, mm -hmm. um, you know, certainly different than summer of 2020 and for a lot of people, even different than last summer. So it feels like um, it is the summer of just kind of getting out there with our friends and doing more right. and maybe being more um, open. And for, for those of us who are maybe feeling a little more timid about what's mm -hmm. going on with the pandemic and mm -hmm. and still having some some fear of what's going on you know maybe stepping out there a little more than we might have in the in the past couple of years right um, well going back to you know just talking about regionally where there is the you know we're in a site we're in that time of year where it's warmer and it's it's more conducive to being outside i mean yes it's conducive to being outside in the winter time too but it's easier. Um, yes. And in, 
in context of where people's comfort level is at in, in gathering with other people or um, being in groups where the, the where COVID is concerned, this is the time of year that you could be outdoors consistently. Yes. yes. You can do so, so many things um, to, and just, you know, make your own decision where you think it might be a little bit more than you want to do in terms of group size or things like that. But it, it just lends itself a whole lot more. So not only to, to be more around those, to get those friends together, but also to where um, concerns around COVID is concerned. Right, right. It would be lovely if we could not ever say that word again, but- um, Yeah, it's and I, but it's the reality. But it, it is the reality. Mm -hmm. And as much as everybody wants it to be over, it isn't at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. And we're just not seeing it on the news in the same way we used to be. Yeah. So it, it is, um, I, you know, from my perspective, it is confounding some of the things that we want to be doing with each other, mm -hmm. but by being able to be outside, Mm -hmm. If you know, it is feeling a little bit better. I mean, you and I just went to Spectacle Island. Yeah. And had Boston a great Harbor. had yeah. a great day in Boston Harbor. It was a mm -hmm. beautiful it was actually a pretty hot late spring day. Yeah. Um felt like a summer day. Yeah, I still have some of the sunburn to prove it too. <laughs> I know. And it it just I don't know, it just made me think, oh, summer's here and we can yeah. get outside and and you know, and yes, there's still COVID, but it's feeling a little bit better being outside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there just is something about summer and maybe kind of, you know, revving up some of mm -hmm. our friendships. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess this year in particular, revving up. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's always traditionally been a time too where, you know, as kids, we, we got to know, you know, if we went to camp or things like that you always made summer friendships that's the yeah. way you made friends so yeah. um but you know and so that's it's the it's, so that's where just having people available to to do something with is one thing and realizing that you've got you probably have a core group just think about those those go-to people that um you you're you're sure to stay in touch with during the colder months um right and and you don't have to do anything um, extravagant for an afternoon or a day. There's, uh, you know, an, another article um, where where I can be me.com, keeping in touch and maintaining friendships during the summer. The author talks about that women really are kind of like, all you need to do is ask me to come to a cafe and have a cup of tea and I'm good. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. It doesn't have to be something that takes planning or effort or no, a new wardrobe. Um, but, you know, I, th I think about for summer, I think about mm -hmm. specifically like now people have barbecues and they have you over either yeah. you know, to their house for a barbecue and they yeah. have a party or it's just a get together for barbecue or a picnic. Yeah. And these are things that, you know, if you, um, you live in the Northeast, like we do in an environment where it gets mm -hmm. really cold in the wintertime, these are things you're only going to be doing in the summer. And right. that also feels kind of like a special thing to do with friends. And yeah. so when I think about summer friendship syndrome, I think about um, those kind of activities that yeah. we all get to do together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, and and just talking about it now, I'm already feeling again. It's just 
we're doing this in early June. And we live in an area where it also feels like once July comes, middle of July, the clock is ticking. Even though it's still warm into the month of September, it, there's the mental turnaround after Labor Day. That, that's, so it's, there is the need, one, to bolt out of the house because the winter is officially over. Yes. And on the other end, to do as much as you can before for um, school and that this the back to school mentality I don't even call it because it could still be warm another month after school starts but it's it's the mentality so right. try to cram it all in and I'm fine for cramming it in give me the longer daylight and um you know the the warmer weekends and yep I'm, I'm there for that Absolutely. And I take Fridays off in the summertime. So it, it adds that little extra more things, more chances to do things with people. But also, um, like you said, sort of halfway through the summer, you start to realize, oh, I only have a few more of these left. And then I'm going back to my regular work schedule. So not back to school, but back to my regular, back to work, regular schedule. work schedule. But you do it in that when that Memorial Day is the unofficial start of yep. summer summer and labor day is the unofficial end of summer so you exactly. do in between that so um so that's good so you have that summer vibe right now that exactly. four day work week vibe as long as you're not padding the fifth day into the other four days or maybe that's something i try not to i try um, not to you try not to good yeah. so um so as we we start to wrap up um yeah so now it's just what next what are next step it's steps it's even if it's just going out the door and taking steps it's reaching out to those people to go hey i saw this out of fun do you want to do it yeah exactly and you know another step to think about for summertime and summer friendships is to join us at the friendshipable cafe absolutely wednesday june 15th that's the third mm -hmm. wednesday of this month mm -hmm. we are going to be getting together virtually via zoom at 7 p.m eastern time seven to eight mm -hmm. and we will be talking about summer friendships whatever that means to you or things you want to do with your friends for the summer or friends you've met in the summer who became dear dear friends um or also horrible experiences you've had with oh, friends in the summer like let's horrible experiences that you're laughing at now <laughs> yes yes not nothing traumatic we want to hear the, the the fun yeah. stuff, the juicy stuff. Um, yeah. So take, we want to take that whole summertime um, mentality that we're excited about now and bring it to the cafe and have you join us there. Exactly. So um, thank you everybody for listening. And um, we look forward to seeing some of you at the cafe and um, then hearing from you for our next episode. See ya. Bye-bye.